Welcome back to Photo Friday on Athlete Marshall, guys. This is episode 918, and I'm your host, Tola Uglewe. Last week uh, on the podcast, Friday, first Friday episode of the year, uh, we started with the expert series like we usually do on the podcast at the beginning of the year to share with you what the experts think about what it means to be a master of your craft and of course one thing that you can start that would get you a step closer to your goals it doesn't have to get you to the goal it just has to get you a step closer to the goal and of course one of the things that we have done is that last week we started with uh, what it means to be a master of your craft and of course we heard from uh, the experts that we interviewed on the podcast last year professor mark williams ksenia myrova ganon baker and dr greg young so if you haven't listened to last week's episode so the friday one what it means to be a master of your craft i want you to go back and listen to that before you come to this on one thing you can start that will get you a step closer to your goal one thing you can start that will get you a step closer to your goals and of course uh, uh, you want to tune in right this year for many of the experts that we're going to bring on the podcast i've asked you guys uh, if you would like more interview episodes and a majority of you have said yes so we're going to do our best of course uh, to do more you've already heard from yinka davis who is the uh, md and ceo of lifecap so uh, there are more expert interviews that would be coming but for today's friday episode is the second part of the experts edition series on one thing you can do to get you a step closer to your goals. I need one thing that I can do today that gets me a step closer to my goals. It doesn't have to get me to the goal, but it gets me one step closer. So from the athlete's perspective, what would that one thing be? From the parent's perspective, what would that one thing be? Well, from the athlete's perspective, it changes all the time, doesn't it? Which is why it's a constant cycle mm. of identifying areas of weakness that need to be improved upon and then designing and implementing the types of practice activities, training activities needed to, to make that step. Yeah. I think it's realizing the fact that no one gets up one morning and, and you know, is an athletic great. It doesn't happen yeah. like that. It's a journey. It really is a journey. It's a long journey. And, um, and you have to think about it that way. You have to think about it as a step-by-step process. And therefore, it's a case of what step do I have to take now, now. Mm. To, to move a little bit further down that road. And accepting the fact that the next step after that will probably change. So it's a constant cycle of review and design activities, mm. work on developing activities forward. And accepting the fact that sometimes there are periods of time where things will go well, and other times there will be periods of time times where things don't go well. Mm. Um, and maybe maybe also acknowledging the fact that there is, whilst there's not everything we can control, I think yeah. you do have a lot more control over things than you think you have. Mm. Uh, and maybe that's the way to look at it. What can I control? And therefore, by definition, what do I need to work on? Uh, and I think for the parent, it's, uh, I mean, the parents are important, as we've said, in regards to the fact that some kids are in their initial enthusiasm in the sport, 
but ultimately I guess the, the role of parents probably tends by and large to diminish as time goes by yeah when kids get embellished in the structure and the systems of talent development and the role of coaches become more important so you know maybe at the end of the day the key message for parents is um, create opportunities for your child mm. don't push them too hard and uh, and hope that the child finds something that he or she is suitably passionate and and, uh, and interested, motivated in to continue to engage in and then be supportive. NCAA, that's my, that's my answer, my one word answer, get into the NCAA. Because, yeah, get into a US college or university to compete at the NCAA level because, it, you know, the US is, is an advantageous position for you not only from a competition perspective but like also from just a an imaging perspective right like you're automatically going to get more coverage because you compete in the u.s right more press coverage more significant press coverage you're going to get opportunities to connect with people um you know you may find love and you know and when i mentioned like, the things that you do not do okay when it comes to U.S. immigration law, so I'll give you um, I'll give you the list of sort of of uh, you know the, the deadly sins, right? In U.S. immigration law, deadly sin number one: you don't lie, okay? Because you you can forever guard from the U.S. if you lie on your U.S. immigration applications, okay? Deadly sin number two is don't fake marry somebody, okay? I know we've all seen the 90-day fiance, okay? Some of that stuff is like, really, really, you're trying to sell this to somebody. Um, it's tragic, but but seriously, not only is it tragic, but it is the kiss of death in U.S. immigration. If you get caught entering into a marriage for papers, you will be forever inadmissible to the United States. I don't care if you have kids here. I don't care if you have 20 kids here. I don't care if you later get married to a U.S. citizen and it's real. You will not fix your status because it is the kiss of death. You will also be subject to a $250,000 fine and 10 years in federal prison. So don't do it, okay? So like, I've gone from like things you do to things you don't do, okay? So that's kiss, yeah, yeah, so don't lie. Don't get fake married. And this kind of goes along with don't lie. Don't file a fake asylum application. This is another one, okay? Fake asylum will get you forever barred from the U.S., right? So if you're fabricating your evidence for your asylum application, you will be forever barred from the United States, you know? Um, there are ways to get to the U.S. that are legitimate. These are the things that you should be exploring, work with an immigration attorney to get you there. But, you know, but, but don't lie, don't cheat. These are the things that will come back and bite you in the butt and you don't want to make these, you know, young, hot-headed mistakes and and have that come back and, and you know, and foreclose further opportunities for you in the United States. So this is, in my opinion, and look, with the caveat that I have not been to Nigeria, so I may change my mind when I come to visit, okay? But I think America, I think America is the greatest country in the world. And, and I, I think that we really and truly have the opportunity to add to our melting pot of diversity and talent and people are welcome and their cultures are welcome and, and that's beautiful and um, and this is a place where you can 
flourish professionally and personally and spiritually. So I, you know, I'm very happy to be here. I love it. Don't, don't close the door by doing stupid stuff. Um, I would say, and this is going to, again, sound too simple, but I'm going to build it off the, the conversation that we've just had about confidence. I would say, get yourself a, um, a paper, some paper or a larger piece of paper or sit there with your the notes app in your phone or on your computer whatever it is and just start to write down all of the re all of the reasons or all of the things that give you confidence so we talked about you know that recognizing that there are multiple different sources of confidence as an athlete during my competition or practice or whatever it is that you want to do or even if you're, you're not an athlete and you want to just consider this as a person right because life is a performance at the end of the day on that sheet of paper just start to write down all of the things that you can you can use to pull confidence from right the world is your oyster there's no stupid answers here right i'm six foot three height <laughs> was one of my as a, as a central defender in soccer that was one of the, the things that gave me confidence my ability to jump because I'm six foot three, but I could also jump as a younger man. That gave me confidence. My connection with my teammates, the fact that I knew everyone in that in that back four, back three, back five had my back. The fact that I knew I had a great goalkeeper behind me. The fact that I knew the game. The fact that um, I trained really, really hard. The fact that um, I've had a good night's sleep the night before. The fact that I've listened to some music before the game and I feel prepared. The fact that I've gone through my routine pre-match cleaning my soccer boots, making sure they're polished and sparkling and gleaming, ready to go out in the field. All of the things that I've always done, whether it's something really specific, like for your performance, whether it's something really specific for a specific performance, or whether it's something rather general, just start writing things down. And you might, you know, if you're like me and you've got a book and you, you, you continue to go back to that book, keep a running list. If you're using your phone and you're in the notes app, keep a running note. Every time you think of something that gives you a little bit of confidence, bang, fire it in there. Why? Because all you're doing is creating, and I'm going to speak to the lawyer here, you're creating evidence for the defense, right? As to when someone, when someone, when the prosecution comes in and puts you under questioning about why you're, why you're not confident, you can go, well, I would like to present exhibit A to the, uh, to the court if it pleases, right? And you can go through and you've got those responses already planned. Hey, these are all of the things that give me confidence. These are the reasons I should feel like I've got belief or at least I've got the, the tools or the talent or the skill set or the effort or the desire or the passion or that attitude of development that can help me deal with whatever it is I'm being asked to do, to deal with during my life. If you enjoyed this inspirational clip from a past episode of the show, then you are going to absolutely love our episodes three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, we look at a successful athlete, someone who has done it before you, someone who can be a mentor to you, to guide you in terms of what you're currently going through. Wednesday, just like you just heard, is an interview or we talk about a topical issue, something you're struggling with and something that you need results on. And of course, a Friday, just like this, is strictly motivational so i either share a quote with you related to sports and how it applies to your career or i share excerpts from previous episodes of the show head over to athletemaestro.com guys forward slash subscribe to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any episodes also don't forget to leave us a rating and review what your rating and review does is that it helps other young athletes find the podcast and know that this is a resource they can use 
to ensure that they are getting closer to the goals that they set for themselves in sports. And if you have any questions, send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing is not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. I want you to go out there. I want you to learn everything you can from this episode. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.